We absolutely love Drink Arepa here at Keegan & Company. Not only is this a brain performance drink, but it was designed and tested by neuroscientists in New Zealand made from all natural ingredients. When I was playing professional footy, I was constantly looking for ways to be better physically and mentally. Now, podcasting, study and work, I focus on training, good quality food and sleep, but I prioritise having a bottle of a repper when I want to be switched on mentally. Gives me mental clarity and I just feel like I'm on. Head to drinkatrepper.com and use the bespoke code Keegan25 for 25% discount. That's Keegan25 at drinkarepper.com. Keegan and Company. It's Keegan and Company, the company you keep. That's it. That's got to be it. Welcome back to the Keegan and Company podcast. For those who are new to the show, my name is Keegan Hipgrave. If you haven't already, and if you're my mate, if you could jump over, give us a little like and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. It's a great way for us to grow the audience and it's a great way for us to enhance the quality of production and um, have some really great guests like I have on today. Um, In this episode, I'm joined by one of my best mates, um, professional rugby league players. We've been playing over in France for the last 12 months. Um, we'll do a deep dive into it. Josh Raup, how are you, brother? Hello, Keegan. Mate, you made it. How good? How are you feeling? Mate, I'm feeling very good well, on the uh, on the Keegan and Co. How good, mate? <laughs> mate, we made it. We made it. I feel like we we manifested this. We were talking about this a little while ago. And I was yeah. like, mate, if we get back to the GC, let, let's sit down and do one. Yeah, for sure. Mate, I was thinking like when podcasts were becoming a big thing, I remember saying, are you thinking about doing a podcast? Because I knew you'd be good at it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then you did start, and I'm like, you didn't tell me about that. <laughs> you kept that a secret. Well, mate, we were, we were talking about doing it. Um, we probably sat down maybe at the end of last year when I was thinking about doing yeah. it, and did a couple little mock mock podcasts. Yeah, and just loved it. Hey, like it's very, it's very you. Well, it's uh, very you as well. Yeah. Like it's very, it's very <laughs> us, mate. Like the ability for us to sit down for those who are listening and not watching, we're in like leather bound chairs. Yeah. We've got like token over mum and dad's living room as a little studio. Such a vibe. But mate, it's beautiful. Like I love these conversations because I get to chat to some of my best mates yeah. who just so happen to be playing professional sport and professional yeah. footy. Um, mate, we won the morning. How you feeling? It's fucking solid sesh. Mate, back on the Goldie for a bit. Yeah. Um, obviously grew up here, so it's nice to be back. Actually, yeah. you take it for granted, eh? When you leave and then you come back, you kind of like look around, you're like, wow, like mm. this is this is where it's at. Um, no, nah, morning was good. Nothing like a little workout into a little swim, a little coffee, mate. <laughs> we, we, it was, mate, it's so beautiful. Shout out to um, Jerry and, and Lexi at Legacy Gym um, yep. in Mermaid. Like, I, I was getting like head spins at yeah. one point this morning because it was hot. Like it was a hot morning. Yeah. Um, everything was sort of shut up at the start and, and we had a good little sesh. But, mate, you're feeling good. Body's good. Mate, feeling good. Feeling fit. Loving life. We're back on the GC. We, we, we went for a coffee afterwards and um, like there was like not a cloud in the sky. The sun was out. And we're like, mate, what are we doing living in France and Honestly. living in Sydney? Like, <laughs> let's, get, like, let's get back to the GC. Honestly, what are we doing? Yeah. No, the Gold Coast is like even – from the year I've been away, coming back and just seeing everything, everyone, new restaurants, mm. it's just, it's all happening here. Like, it's unbelievable. And you reckon, do you reckon when you come back to Australia, because you come back to, you're obviously playing in France for yeah. those who are listening and, and, and we'll do a deep dive into that a bit later on. But do you reckon Goldie, like Goldie will be your spot where you come back to after four? I feel like, um, like Sydney's, Sydney's where I've been and it's like, it's the big city. Like, that's where it's all happening. I feel like. If you want to make money in business and that's kind of happening there um i feel like gold coast is getting better but i would like to say i would be back on the gold coast like i'd like bnb to go to school your here. little girl yeah yeah so you know when she turns six say maybe make her way back up here i mean i don't know who yeah, knows who where knows? i'll be <laughs> yeah 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 um mate we 
I, re- I want to touch you. You're a married man. Mate, Wait, mate, yeah, well, I'm a married well man. Well done. <laughs> Stare That's into the official. camera. Tell yes. Charlie that. No more girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, like we and and mate, very very grateful to be a part of the groom party yeah. um, on on the weekend. How how was the wedding? It looked like it was mate, obviously obviously beautiful. It was yeah, it was beautiful. It was unbelievable. Like having. I guess I haven't seen everyone for a year. So yeah. then like we literally came back. I was here for probably two weeks and we're getting married and everyone we love and knew like we're going to be there. Yeah. So it was really, it was, it was like catching up with everyone for the first time mm-hmm. as well. So, but the wedding itself was, yeah, it was beautiful. Um, it was so nice. Like Down in Byron. Yeah, Byron, good spot. Beautiful spot. Yeah, like, I don't know, I couldn't, it's... It's just good, man. Like, I had a couple of drinks the night before the yeah, wedding. Yeah, a couple of days before. <laughs> <laughs> mate, had a had a few too many the but, night before. But you bounced back really mate, good. I think it was just like, I don't know. I just had to. I didn't have a choice, did I? <laughs> I remember I woke up and I'm like, all right, God, if there's ever a day you need to like give me a bit of energy, it's today, please. <laughs> but we but we had it. We had a very wholesome day. Like we obviously had a few drinks the night before. Yep. Um, beach hotel. We're just yep. cruising. Um, and then the morning of, mate, you were. You were good. Like you looked very calm. We obviously stayed at the Airbnb or yeah. on, on site where the wedding was. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful spot. Um, but you were calm all day. Yeah. Like until just <laughs> like we, we were get we were getting ready. <laughs> we were getting ready, and then um, I think we had to be over at the reception or at the ceremony. Yeah. I don't know what time it was. But you're like, hurry up, boys. Like, let's get yeah. out. I knew, you, I knew you started Everyone's strong. like, well, everyone's like, you know, you're getting nervous. And I'm like, oh, come on, I don't get nervous. Leave yeah. me alone. Like, I don't get nervous. Everyone, the lead up to the wedding. And then I think you were like in the day, are you going to get nervous? I'm like, nah, I don't get nervous. Yeah. Oh, man, when we were getting ready, I was so nervous. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was just like hit me. It was just like, all right, this is like D-Day. Like, D-Day, yeah. You know, this is what everyone, you, the build up to a wedding is just like, there's so much into it. And then it's, it just hit me. And it was just like, bang, we're getting ready. And I'm like, I'm like getting ready going, all right, these guys are going to be ready in time. Yeah. You were like taking your time. Then I started like getting the shits and I'm like, hurry up. We're going to be up there soon. And you're like, just chill out, mate. Like, it's fine. Is it is it stressful putting a wedding together? Like you're very lucky because your partner, Charlie, is yeah. the most organized girl I yeah, think I've well, ever she, met. Yeah, as she says, organized by Charlie. Yeah, she yeah, like, <laughs> go, go check her out. I need uh, to see her. Yeah, so um, to be honest, look, I was in France. I didn't do a great deal of yeah. the organizing. So I'm very lucky that Charlie did um yeah look she'll tell you that it was quite stressful um especially organizing a wedding from the other side of the world the time difference yeah it was pretty it's pretty full-on um like even getting all our suits and that organized like you think all the boys live in different areas Mm. so you a normal um like bridal party would all go to a suit place one day we'd go get fitted you know it's so easy with us mate i'm getting measured on zoom Really? you're getting measured in sydney um one of the other boys is in brisbane you know one of the boys in another another store in sydney yeah. like it was it was very difficult um but to see it all come together was pretty was pretty cool are you happy with the way it went because it was made it was so beautiful yeah no i am very happy i'm um it just went so fast eh? yeah like that was the like everyone will say to you like you know it's going to go fast make the most of it and it doesn't matter how much you stand there and try to take it all in it just went it went too fast i didn't want it to end did i <laughs> <laughs> Should we bring that? <laughs> we went like we obviously had the wedding. We got a big bus from um, from the ceremony back to into Byron, and mate, you were flying. Yeah, like, I, flying, I, mate. I made this this fun as little video of first drink versus last drink. And you're like, I'm the groom, and this is my first drink. And then it was a progression through the night, and you were having so much fun, mate. I was leave. having a lot of fun. I didn't want to go home, but um, my new new wife, she did want to go home. <laughs> And I was like, if there's ever a time I'm going to go home with my partner, I think it's tonight. So I made the right decision and I went home. Mate, very smart. And your vows, oh, mate, when we were all standing up on, um, is it the altar? Yeah. The altar. When we were all standing up on the altar 
and you were saying your vows and I look at the groomsmen like next to us and yeah. we're all, everyone's crying. Mate, like, there was a few tears. Is that what got you? Because you were, you, were, you were right in there. Yeah, look, to be honest, when Bambi was walking down, um, yeah. that's what got me first because I was like, I don't think, I'm not much of a cryer, eh? like I don't, yeah. and I was like, nah, I'll be sweet. But then when I saw her, I was like, kind of lost it a little bit and then obviously Charlie came down and then, you know, got my shit together and mm. then I was fine and then when we were doing our vows, yeah, I was looking around and everyone was a bit emotional, eh? Like, yeah. it was pretty cool to see. Because it's beautiful. Like, you obviously got so much love for Charlie and, like, yeah. the, and the vows were so, like, well said. But then even your dad's speech, like, yeah. afterwards, like, every, that's probably the best speech that I've heard yeah. ever, Man, right? it had a bit of everything, didn't it? Yeah. A bit of, it roasted me a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be as good as me or yeah, something, yeah. Right? But he was, nah, that was, I was really impressed. All the speeches were awesome, mm. like, um... No, I was happy. But even your speech afterwards, like, <laughs> I don't know if everyone was just pissed or what, but I'm looking around, all the boys are bloody crying, yeah. like, Mac and Jen. Mate, some, like. of, some of my mates, I couldn't believe how much they were crying. Like, yeah. and then like, they come up to me after and they were just like telling me how much they love me and they're just like, this is the best day ever. But that's, but that's very much like you though. Like, you've you've got so much love for your mates. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I keep my circle pretty small. Like, I got a, and I've got a small social battery as well, so... You know, I yeah, I love me mates. The mm. ones that are close to me, I got a lot of time for. Yeah. Um, yeah, Matt, I think we should touch on footy, and I and I want to start probably childhood because you're obviously playing in France, you're yep. playing for Toulouse, um, you're playing really good footy, you played in the grand final, and yep. we'll touch on all that later on. Um, but I think a great way to start is like how you got into footy and probably our relationship. Yeah, um, how we got into it. Yeah, so I mean, I started playing when I was young. Um, I don't know, being from Queensland, it was kind of rugby league was the, I guess, the cool thing to do when you're young. So yeah. it was always, I always just sort of got into it. And I think I was like five, five maybe six when I started playing, um, you know, and was half, half decent. So I just kept doing it. Yeah. And um, when we met, well, I was 10, mm. you were 11, we're at an under 11s trial. Um, we literally like, hey, are you half back? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and back then it, you needed a two pass before you could run yes. so i had to pass the ball to obviously to the people who yeah. wanted the freaking run so you're like yeah like trying to be like friends with me and i'm like yeah this guy's definitely using me he just wants the ball and then you obviously told me after you did like. 100%. I remember, like i remember it so distinctively it was like it was under 11's like south coast yeah trial, and i was like i've got to be friends with the halfback yeah. so, he'll, so he'll give me the ball yeah. like that, that was my mind but then after that first day like we just got on so well, yeah, and I think we yeah. became probably best mates yeah. since that carnival, yeah. All through, man. We, we we played a lot of footy together, all rep footy when you were young, you know. Think you're the man playing all those teams and that. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably that's probably not a bad shout. Like, yeah. how did you go? Because you played all the rep teams, like from yeah. under 11s, 12s. Yeah, like forward. there wasn't many teams I didn't make, you know, growing up. Um, there was a couple I didn't, and it like it hit me hard. When like, was that? <laughs> Probably 18s? Nah, we'll, nah, you know what? It was, it was, um, Queensland 16s was okay. the first team I didn't make. Yeah, right. Um, and that was like, you go from making all these teams to when you're young. Being a being, halfback. Yeah, of you course. Were, and you were captain of yeah, most of the like sides. I was, yeah, yeah like, you were a leader. Yeah, and it was like, I was flying. Like, yeah. <laughs> no dramas in the world. And mm. then you kind of don't make a rep team and you're kind of like, uh, this is the worst thing ever, but really? it's it's not. Honestly, looking back, like knowing what I know now and seeing some of the players that I played with that mm. never played in a rep team, yeah. it's just like it doesn't actually mean anything. Where where did your head go when you're like 16 and don't make a rep side? Your first rep side after making it every year? Um, yeah, I guess pretty disappointed. Like, yeah, I don't know. You, I just get on with it though. You just you get on with I mean? it. You yeah. just get it. I mean, if you want to be an athlete, you got to learn to, I guess, get on with it and yeah. persevere. So that's exactly what I did and – 
But you, you kept playing. You obviously went, you had the Titans um, under 20s. Yeah. Tell me a little bit like about that. How did that sort of contract come about? Yeah, so, I mean, I was just playing. Um, I think it came out when we were 18. Remember South Coast 18? Yeah. So it kind of came from there. I guess you're transitioning from versing boys to sort of versing men. Yeah. There's a transition. Like, and being the little, I was always little as you well. You small yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. small. So, you know, always been the little guy. So I was kind of used to playing against big guys anyway. I, I learned to just adjust. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, twenty. So I started at twenties, and man, twenties was good. Like twenties go, was fun. Yeah, ass. like you, you're, you get treated like a professional, don't you? Like you're traveling. You know, you're playing before the NRL games. You're, yes. you're playing at all the big stadiums, and you're young. You're from you know 17, 18, 19. Like you're playing in under twenty. So yeah. you're flying at that point. <laughs> it almost like gaslights you a little bit in it the does. sense where like yeah, you f you think you're like not invincible, but like kind of. You think you're in, yeah. like you're you're so close of playing NRL yeah. because you're in the same colors of yeah. you. You're just playing. You're in, and a lot of the guys who play, like all of them, went through that under twenty system. The under twenty system isn't around anymore, yeah. which I don't know why. Like, I think that's why though. You reckon? I, I mean, I think you know. Obviously, funding's got a bit to do with it. Yeah. That would have cost a lot of money to you know bring all them as well. But I think you know the the mental health side of things have actually. Thinking you're the man yeah. and when you're not, yeah. you're not at that step yet. So why are you getting treated at that step? And then all of a sudden you go from, you know, playing at all these big stadiums to it's time to play on your own. You're not playing on your own. Mm. You know, you're back playing, you know, you're back playing cup or whatever yeah. and it's not the same. So did, did you struggle with that at all? Like did you or like growing up, did you expect to be Yeah, growing up I yeah, hundred expected it. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, it'd be nice to be like, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, it was always that was always gonna happen. And then when it didn't, it was just like, Oh my god. Yeah. But the journey from coming to the realization that that's not what my um i guess my my journey was all about there's so many other avenues i could have gone down and, and what i did yeah. and looking back i, I don't really care eh? like yeah. was, i've had the best experiences like what i've done um like it's been awesome like i'm really happy with how sort of i guess how my career's gone it's it's gone on a different path to what i thought when i was younger yeah. but it's been good so. and and it's and it's so cool for me obviously being super close mates with you yeah. looking from the outside in yeah because you've like footy is a roller coaster yeah whether you're in nrl whether you're playing super league yeah. french league yeah park footy yeah it's a full roller coaster yeah you know? it you, is you think like yeah you think you're, you're either going to make it or you're not even just like transitioning being around the boys not yeah. being around the boys was yeah. when you're young, like you think we're all doing the same things. So we've got this narrow-minded, yeah. like we're doing this, this, and this. But to, it's so good to see, like obviously we've met so many good blokes along the way, like yeah. friends that will be like we'll be friends with them for life, yeah. right? And to sort of see how everyone's journey's gone, like yours was completely different to mine. Yeah. Mine was over here, you know. Some of the other boys were just everywhere, like. And to watch everyone sort of succeed in their own little way, it's been it's been really nice to watch. And you know? it's not it's not a straight line. And just because it's a different journey doesn't mean it's there's a right yeah, or wrong. Yeah, that's journey. exactly right. There's yeah. no right or wrong. Like you know, at the end of the day, for me, it's just about being happy, and yeah. that's probably what when you're younger and you're coming from that twenty system, coming out of that twenty system. You're not, you might not be happy because of how things have gone, but you just got to look at it and go, this is my path that yeah. I'm taking and just make the most of it. That's probably such great advice for young crew coming through, hey, yeah. because like, mate, similar, similar to you, always put expectation to play NRL. Yeah. Whereas like as soon, and I talked to so many crew, like even Sean Lane, like he, yeah. he, he obviously like he won um, uh, Parramatta's player of the year yeah. last year, yeah. um, not last season, the year before. And he was just like, put so much pressure on himself. Like he just, like one player of the year at Para. Yeah. He was he wanted to play State of Origin. Um, he was like one of the best players in the grand final. Um, and he's like, I was putting so much pressure on myself to play. And then 
didn't get picked in origin he's like well what like what else can i do yeah and he was unhappy and then as soon as he took that pressure off and then as soon as he like started having fun and 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 it, that's when he started playing his yeah, best footy 100 you know what that's I mean? literally me this that's been me this year really like I, i've probably had the best year like as a playing yeah. like my playing has gone it's just been like i've had so much fun it's got to do with just not caring and not but just blocking the outside having yeah. fun with what you're doing like I remember training a couple of years ago. I was going to training and I was just like, I don't want to be here. Like, where, I literally did not want to be here. Where were you? Where um, were you then? Were you playing cup or were you playing 20s? Um, where was I? I would have been playing. Nah, it's when I was at the it was when I was at the Bulldogs. Tell me, tell me about that. Because you you finished up under 20s, and usually yeah. from that you'll either go to a Queensland, New South Wales cup, yeah. like like club land, mm. or you'll go into a professional system. Yeah, so I left 20. So I so I did I was with Times, yeah. but I did a year in Newcastle as well. Yes. I was in Newcastle. Yes. Yeah. I that. So I had a had a year in Newcastle. I actually left Newcastle early because I got homesick. Right. Yeah. So I was there for a little bit. Um actually loved Newcastle. Like Newcastle is a good spot. Beautiful. Some really good people. Yeah. Met once again, like on my little journey, met a bunch of people that I'll be friends with for life no. and then left again and, you know, still talk to them a lot. But left um, nights and then went back up to the Gold Coast right. because I was I was a little bit homesick. But then um, the World Cup was coming up. So, yes. Yeah. So, obviously, I got Welsh in me. So, I'm very lucky. My grandma's from Wales. So, I started – the World Cup was coming up and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to play in the World Cup and just sort of see what happens. So yeah. I was lucky enough to get picked in that. In 2017 World Cup, it was in Australia, New Zealand. And Mate, how was that experience? Mate, it was good because I was still young, like going on like a – it was like a six-week tour. Yeah. Like around just – it was it was so good. <laughs> like playing in PNG. But like, you, you wouldn't have known any of the boys. I had now. no idea who anyone was. Like went in – they were all from like the UK and that. Yeah. Um, so they're playing Super League. Yeah, there was a few, yes, yeah, a few Super League players in that. Like, um, obviously, Wales is a small country, um, but a lot of them were, I guess, English, but just had the Welsh heritage. Who were some of the players? Do you know Regan Grace? Yes. Yeah. Yep, Morgan yep. Knowles. He's okay. another one. He's uh, he plays for England now. Right. So he <laughs> he's he's too good for Wales now. He's, yeah. gonna, he's, <laughs> he's, he's moved on. He's gone. I'm playing for England the now. Bro, see you, boys. <laughs> I love you, but I'll see you later. Yeah, but that's like another like. Um, like Regan Grace, like he's one of my best mates yeah. now. Like it's insane to think that I. He's I'm, playing good footy as well. Yeah, well, he's gone to Union now. So he's he's he was playing Union when he was young, and then he was playing. He played Super League. The thing is, he did everything in the Super League. He won all the Grand Finals, yeah. Challenge Cups, and he went. I want to challenge myself, so yeah. I'm going to go play in Union. And Union Rugby Union over in Europe is like so much bigger than Rugby League. Yeah. So I guess he wanted to venture out and test himself. So that's what he's doing at the moment. So he's on his own little journey doing that. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, crazy to think that I met them in, you know, the 2017 World Cup and like I speak to them all the time. So. You'll, you'll never forget those experiences. How did you go in the World Cup? Yeah, we didn't what, go great. What was your, <laughs> well, yeah, but like what was your, what was your pool? Who'd you have, who'd you have in your pool? Um, the most recent one or the last one? The last one. Yeah, so the most recent? No, no, the, the, the one before. One yeah, before. so we had PNG, we had Fiji. Yeah. Um, and then we had Ireland. Okay. So, um. To be fair, it was a good pool. The most recent World Cup, we had Tonga. Like yeah. it was just – they needed – I think they are changing the way that it gets played, but yeah. it needs to be changed. There's no point in Wales versus Tonga. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we're not going to get much out of that. But yeah. like the games like Wales versus Ireland or, you know, they're Scotland, even Fiji and that, like they're, they're decent games. Mm. You know, get the top tier teams playing each other <laughs> yeah. and then the lower ones playing each other. Was it from that where you got the gig at the Bulldogs? Nah, so I was at um, East Tigers for a couple of years playing cup there, yeah. which was good. That was, a, to be honest, I had a good experience at East Tigers. I was living on the Goldie driving up. Mm. Um, that The commute was, it was a bit tough, but it was a good experience. I feel like that was 
my transition, like it was a lot, a lot of the boys, they might go from twenties into NRLs. Like I was never going to do that. Okay. It was kind of, I had to, I was a smaller, I probably developed a bit, you know, when I was a bit older, so I had to go through that journey. So I went, I went and did that, played cut, which was good, you know, transition playing against men, getting, <laughs> getting a bit of that. Wild. Um, and then from there, what I did my ACL. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I remember that. That was like a, that was a whole, yeah, that was a, that was a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, going from, I guess, always just playing footy, never really had any big injuries to doing your ACO. And then it was like. Even growing up, you your body was pretty sweet. Hey? Yeah, I was pretty lucky. Like touch wood. Touch um, wood, yeah. <laughs> <we're good. laughs> um, yeah, so did my ACL, sort of my second year playing carp. Um, and then off contract, honestly, it was crazy. First time in my life I had didn't have anything like really? I didn't really no one really wanted to sign some it was at the end of the year as well so I was like who would want to sign someone coming off an injury so um I guess that was pretty tough but that's when it was kind of that's when I grew up a lot that's yeah. what made me kind of look in the mirror and go what is it you want from life like how do you how do you want to go about this you know you can either sink or swim mm-hmm. um and it looked at life outside of footy and kind of just went with it because I imagine I imagine a lot of the times in that position, like I've been in that position before, yeah. being injured, off contract, what am I going to do? Yeah. Scary time. Very and especially scary. when all you know is for like this, we were having this conversation this morning yeah. at the beach when it was just like, well, I, yes, obviously both of us were very ambitious. Like we, we both want to like, we want to make good money. Obviously yeah. we want to have a good family. We want to yeah. be, we want to be happy. Yeah. And for us, yeah. we talked about it it's like that was the path that we knew yeah. that we could do it. Yeah. So when that's taken away, 100%. I imagine that'd be f- so bloody tough. Yeah, well, for me, like rugby league's not my it's, – it's, pro- it's not my diehard passion. Like yeah. it's not my everything. It yeah. was at one time. It was when you were younger. Yeah, it was when I was young. But looking at it now, it's not. But it's given me like the opportunity to do a lot of other things in life, you know, meet people, you know, travel to some places that I've never – I would have never traveled to if it wasn't for rugby league. Mm. So I guess – yeah, it was, man, <laughs> rugby league is just an opportunity to do other stuff. And yeah. I think that if younger people can see that as well, mm. it'll, it'll help a lot. But it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's all, it's all great, like, being now that you're on the back end of it yeah. and, and you've actually seen it, but yeah. you don't know what you no, don't you know. Don't. And it's scary when you don't know. Like, now that I'm a bit older and I can kind of look back, it's easy for me to sit here and say, but, mm. man, at the time, people could say whatever they wanted to me and it yeah. wouldn't have mattered. I would have just whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm so down this lane. Did you have anyone growing up that said you're too young, like you're too small, you're too, you're, yeah. probably, you're not going to make it. Yeah. Like, did you ever have those conversations? Yeah, all the time, 100%, man. People all the time would just be like, like Was there a standout moment that you're like, no, like, fuck this guy. Like, I'm going to do it regardless. Um, and like, I might be putting words in your mouth. Might nah, there wasn't a standout. It was just like a constant thing. It was always there. It was always, people would always talk because yeah. I was quite small. Like, yeah. I was really, I was tiny, man. Like, you know, <laughs> there was a game, was a game that we versed each other. Like, it was Coomba versus Palm Beach in the grand final in high school. And I was, man, I was tiny. The jersey was swimming on me. And no I ran the ball and Keegan, I was versing Keegan and he dead set nearly threw me back over the, the, the goalpost. There's a clip. There'll be a clip then around somewhere. Because I remember I was like, because obviously love you, mate. Like yeah. got so much love for you. But 
as soon as we crossed the line, yeah. it's like, and I, and I almost wanted to get it on you because you are my best mate. Yeah. And anyone who plays footy understands that. But I remember yeah. like, I got a hold of your jersey and I was like, I'm going to ragdoll Mate, it, it was back. probably like, it would have been 10 to 15 metres back. You just ragdolled me back. It was like Gordon Tallis, but down the, down the, <laughs> down, down I, the. <laughs> I, th I still think you won that game. Oh, mate. Mate, <laughs> you, I think you, did you guys hey, win it? Oh, we won. We won. Yeah. <laughs> Scored a little meat pie as well. <laughs> you don't forget, mate. You don't forget. Yeah. Um, back to your race. Do you think that's probably one of the trickiest times in footy career? Do you think? Yeah, hundred percent in life. In life, yeah, hundred percent. It was. Um, I just met Charlie too, so it was a tricky time because I was kind of going through a lot, but I was also getting into a new relationship. Right. So and I was kind of like, just what am I doing with my life? You know, there's a new girl on the scene. Like, what am I doing? But mm. honestly, I look back at the time; it was the worst time of my life. Looking now, it was the best time of my life. It made me grow up. It made me venture out. Made me try new things. And I'm, to be honest, I'm so glad it happened. Really? Yeah. What What happened after that? What What was the next step? Um, like what steps did you take? Well, afterwards? to be honest, like if it wasn't for if it wasn't for that, I probably would have never gone down to Sydney okay. because it, being injured gave me the opportunity, the time to go down to Sydney and I guess see Charlie because she was from Sydney. You were going back and forth, yeah? Yeah, I was going back, a lot of back so and forth. I'm going to see my cousin in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> You're not telling any of the boys you kept that on the download, didn't the you, boys, I, I literally, like, I'd fly in for the day. We'd just hang out, we'd go on a date and then I'd fly back to the Goldie. So love, that was, love wins, bro. Yeah, man, love, love always love. wins. But like all me mates were kind of like, where, where are you going? What are you doing this weekend? What are, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to see my family down in Sydney, which I do have family in Sydney. So kind of a line, but I've never heard of him, mate. mate. <laughs> <laughs> after, after a while, it was kind of like, Ralphie, what are you doing, mate? Yeah. Like, what's going on? But, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to keep it quiet. It was a new relationship. You know, I was going through a bit as well. But mm. anyway, I ended up moving down to Sydney um, in that time. I was in North Sydney Bears mm. for a bit, which was good. They were along with the Roosters. So... Had a little bit of opportunity there, but that was kind of my comeback, like a bit of my comeback story, you know, comeback yeah. from my ACL. Yeah. Um, it was crazy during my ACL, you know, you, when you're with a club, everything gets done for you. Yeah. Everything gets paid for. I paid for all my recovery. Did I got you my really? yeah, physios. I went and paid for all my physios. I had a guy that was with um, Manly. His name's Cam Dyer. Okay. So he literally helped me through all my rehab. I paid him to help me through my rehab. Wow. And it was like, I could have either just not done that and never gone back or it was like, okay, just suck it up mm. get on with it i look at that time for you because i remember i think that time is when i first came to sydney yeah and, and you it was it was very similar times yeah and i look at that as like a way yeah two two very easy parts like yeah. just let it go and have a cooked acl yeah but you did the work yeah like you man. like you fully settled in you did the work yeah. and now looking like you're, yeah. re you're fully reaping the benefits of yeah it. i am now like it's it's crazy to think what I could have done if I didn't just get on with it, you know. Mm. And then like North Sydney Bears and that's how the Bulldogs came up. Like mm. that, that, that came from that. So it was a year, it was basically like a year of just like, okay, I just need to get back on my feet. I haven't played footy. I didn't play for, because it happened called uh, end of the year. Like I didn't, and then it wasn't bad. Like I didn't play for, could have been 12 months, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, could have yeah. Yeah, been 12 months. So um, my first game back was a Roosters trial. Jeez. Yeah, so that was my first game back and I just remember I was like, oh my God, like... Is that when they were putting... Would they put all the big dogs back as well? or like? Nah, so the, the first trial that we played was kind of the young blokes. Okay. It was kind of the ones I will give it a go. So they were along with North Sydney Bears, so I did that. And I played in that and I just remember going, man, I haven't played for like 12 months. Like, you this, this could be... Yeah, man. It was like, I could not be the player that I was. Who knows? Mm. I could... This could go really bad. I've never... I haven't played in 12 months, yeah. but... I went good, just grinded it out for the year and then something good came from it and just went from there. They, is that when 
Yeah, so I was with the, yeah, I was with the dogs. Yeah, so the Bulldogs came from that. So had a good opportunity to go there, do a preseason that there. Man, that was like the hardest training I've ever done. I don't know if you've ever heard about some of the Bulldogs preseasons, but was that they, when Dan Ferris was in there? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Feds was that Titans. Yeah, with me. I yeah. know, I know. And I, I know because did they just get wooden spoon? They were coming year? off the back of a wooden spoon. Oh. Yeah, so it was like. Yeah, we got flogged. I was talking to Fez yeah. about Ferris about when that happens, like when he went over there, like yeah. he's a good friend of mine. And he um he's just like, well, something's gotta change. Like we've got to go like we got food and spoons, something's gotta change. Mate. And um boys got pumped. Yeah, it was it was awful, mate. Like getting up that was when I was getting up for training, not wanting to go to training for yeah. a bit. Like it was like, man, my body was I just had Bambi as well. Yeah. So she was a newborn. She was halfway through that preseason. She was a newborn. So yeah. like I'm like newborn life. No going sleep. To, no sleep. Going to training. Getting absolutely flogged every day. And it was like, what's this all for? Like mm. you never know. Like you're in a preseason. You're just like, there's so many people here. Like every NRL preseason, there's like 40, 40 blokes there fighting mm. it out for what? 30 spots, you yeah. know. It's 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 hard. So that was, that was tough. But off the back end of that season, that's how Toulouse came about. Right. And that's like. I'm so glad. Like, I'm so glad that I went through all that to get the experience and the opportunity that I did when I to go over to Toulouse because it made it all worth it. It really did. It's not like it's a small move, though. It's not like you're moving from Sydney to the Gold. You're nah. moving like across, bro. You move it across the ocean. Yeah, the other country, side of the world. Doesn't speak. No one speaks English. Yeah. Well, not no one. But you know what I yeah. mean. Language barrier. Well, like. I wasn't gonna do it. So that came about, and I was so Bambi was one, and. I was like, Charlie had a, she has her own business here. Like she does pretty well in Australia. Mm. Like I was sitting there going, I've got to move my family over there. Like, is this the right thing to do? And then I was like, no, it's not. This is selfish for me. Like, why would I move my family over there for me to just be playing rugby over there? Like, yeah. it's not the right thing to do. And I sort of sat Charlie down. I just said, look, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think we're going to do it. And it was her that was like, no, let's do it. And when she said that to me and I was like, but why? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, because this is an experience and when are we going to have this opportunity to do it again? And that kind of gave me the kick up the butt to be like, all right, let's just do it. Mm. So then we did it and it was like moving our whole family over. We've got a one-year-old over to, uh, you know, a country that don't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> There's a language barrier. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Like it could have been anything. Yeah. Um, but it was the best like time of my life. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was it was the best year of my life without a doubt. Why why? Mate, we got to the people that I met over there, like, you know, half the squad were French, mm. you know, the other half were from England. You know, we had some boys that were some Aussies that were over there. You know, there were some islanders over there. Just a mix of people. Mm. Like it, it was unbelievable. And the thing is like not everyone can not every Australian can just go over there and play. What, like yeah run me through that because that's something that i really i don't know about. yeah like, so right. they well they picked me up from the last so the world cup last year yeah. so i had the year with the dogs and at the end of that year i played in the most recent world cup mm. and that was in england yeah. so to be honest i was going to play in that world cup and i was gonna you know maybe just hang them up after that because i was just like i've played in two world cups like you know I, i'm kind of just i want to i've got a family now mm. like I, you know i've got to give them my time and then, to be honest, Toulouse picked me up from the World Cup. So, right. so the reason I could go over there, so the big reason why I was able to be eligible to go over there is because you're only allowed to play in that competition if you've got, like, if you've played in the World Cup team. Really? So if you've got that heritage. Right, okay. Yeah, so, and, like, I played for Wales. So it was, like, they see, most of the time they see Aussies playing for these other countries and mm. they just go, boom, I right. want you. Because they know that you, they know you've come through. You've been through the yeah, system. Yeah, you've been through the system. They know that you're good. And then we're over there. So... Not everyone can go over there. Like not every Aussie that 
it's coming through, you can just, well, I'm going to go play in France and England. But can any? But can an Aussie go over there? If they you can. can. So if you there's quota players in Super League, there's yeah. only seven in each team. Okay. So you've got to think, they fill up fast. Yeah. Like you get your seven quota players, but then outside of that, then it's like you've got to have the – you've got to be eligible. Who are the Aussies in your team? Did you have any Aussies in your um, team? So we had Ruben Rennie. Do you know Ruben okay. Rennie? Yeah, so no, he no. played – he was with the Dogs for a bit. Um, who else do we have? Um, do you know Dom? Dom – Dominique Perret? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah, played, yeah. he played a bit on a row. He played yes, for yes, Titans. Yes. He was yes. for a Dom, bit. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, Dom. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, so, so he was there. Um, do you know Sitalecki? Can't even say his last name. It's yeah, too good long. luck. He played for Penrith. Okay. Big, big prop. Used to run it off the back fence 100 miles an hour. Right, right. Um, there was only a couple of us. So with um, – and. Because it's a French league. Yeah. It's like, it's called the champion. Yeah, championship. championship. Yeah. So it's French and um, English league. So, because I look at the Super League. Yeah. And so would that be like the French equivalent of the Super no, League? No, it's the, it's pretty much, so you got Super League and then you got championship. Right. And then they've got the relegation system. So then teams that win it, then they go up. Teams that lose Super oh, League come down. Okay. So it's kind of like they're one banner. They're all under one banner. Yeah. And you played in the grand final. So obviously had an amazing season. Yeah. There, so right? we we're, we're fighting for promotion. Right. So it was, so we, yeah, we had a, yeah, we had a great season. So we're versing, we versed London Broncos mm. in the grand final. So basically the winner went up. Mm. Um, that was a huge game. They call it the million pound game. Because basically the winner gets a million pounds to go off into Super League. The like club the club, yeah. the club gets yeah, the club gets it, it. To, yeah. to what to buy players to yeah build yeah just to be it's like any it's like teams in the nrl like i'm okay. sure the nrl fund money yeah. and that like it's the same thing so it's such a big game and there's so much riding on this game there's so many people's lives change you know like for london for example like they went up like all their contracts would have doubled really like there's so much on the line in this game like you don't even realize people's lives change really yeah so like families like you got a family that's just like you know, on a normal contract, like they did doubles the next year. All of a sudden, they're living in better houses, they've got better cars. How wild yeah, is that? It's insane. So, say if you <clears throat> say if you're on a contract and yeah. you signed for like I don't know what it would be, like fifty pounds, yeah. fifty k or hundred yeah. k or whatever. Yeah. Would that be? Would you be? Would the clause in your contract be like? If we do go up, then you would get X amount of so money. So you got it. So in most contract in the in the nah. So in the most contracts, it's like okay, this is what you'll get playing Super League. This is what you get playing Championship. Right. So you've already negotiated it beforehand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you know, if you win, you know what you're going to be on. So how were the um, how were the boys leading into that game? Yeah, it was pretty full on. It was yeah. a good, such a good experience. Yeah. Like going, like going through that. The boys were excited. Like to be honest, we just. We thought we we're just gonna win. Like it was just there was no other thought. Like it was just like yeah. that's how you gotta think. You just gotta yeah. think you're gonna win, and that that's that's the end of. Mm. Um, so when we didn't win, it was it hit hard, especially after the year that we had. I was playing with some of my really good mates. Like it was like I just wanted to win, not so much for myself, but I mm. wanted to win for them. I wanted I wanted to win for my coach. Like how often can you say you want to win for your coach? Like mm. a lot of the time, you you know. I mean, there's so many coaches in my career that I haven't even liked. Like my, co <laughs> yeah, and like my coach over in France, like I loved him. He really? was full French, like could speak speak really good English though, which helped. Yeah. Um, I mean, the language, yeah, we can talk about language, bro. That mate, was talk, mate, talk to me about the language, bro, because can all the, can everyone speak English in, most, the, in the game? Most of the boys can speak English. A lot of the Frenchies can speak English because, I mean, like English is one of the main languages in the world. So... Mm -hmm. The, the big one was like my back row spoke no English and I, I wasn't really good at French. Yeah. Right. So we didn't really have, we didn't have a conversation. Like I couldn't ask him about his family, how he was. We never had a conversation. So we spoke about our plays that we did, which were French numbers. So like number three is toi. So toi is a block. So, so like, you'd, you'd be calling toi. toi. I'd be, yeah, I'd be like toi and uh, like I'd, I'd be saying numbers, which were our plays. 
to obviously simplify it so it's easy for yeah everyone. so it's easy for everyone right that's all that is the only communication we had like uh, before training i'd be like i'll just give him a nod and a laugh or <laughs> the only other thing that we would say to each other on the field i'd, I'd um like I'd say to him like bon garçon, which means good boy. And he would yeah. say good boy to me. So he would speak that English to me and I'd speak that French to him. Really? And that is it. And I'm like, we're sitting there on Mad Monday and I'm like, boys, how do I say I love this guy? Yeah. I don't know him from a bar of soap. His name's Max Stephanie. Shout out, Maxie. Yeah. Um, I don't know this guy from a bar of soap. I've never had a conversation with him. I've played this whole year with him. We have not spoke. We don't speak the same language, but honestly, this bloke's a legend. I've, I love him. And you've got and you've got that bond from just playing, like him being your half, yeah. uh, your back rower. Yeah. And like, h- how does that work? Like communication's such a big thing in rugby league, right? Mm. Communication's everything, and we couldn't communicate. We set our plays, and like that was it. And it's, but it still worked. It worked. It just, I don't know why and I don't know how, but it just worked. And like really good season as well. Like, like set him up for a few tries, mm. like more than a few. Like he, yeah. he loved me. He's just like. Very humble, mate. Very yeah. Well. <laughs> like he, he, I don't, I don't know. It just worked. I don't I, know. I look at like NRL, like playing in the NRL and you're screaming. Like yeah. you're, you're talking, like we're yeah. talking all the time. Like when I was playing back row. I like, and that's why I'm so curious about yeah. the relationship between you and him. Yeah. Because like I'm screaming at my halfback, my halfback screaming at me. Yeah. Obviously, the crowds are, are, are very loud. I guess we're screaming at each other, but it just wasn't making sense. Oi, come here! In like, the end, it kind of did. Like he would, I guess he'd be like, "Yeah, come tight." Mm. Like there's words, but you, we can't string a sentence together like, yeah. to speak to each other. It just worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, team bonding, celebrations, or like being around the boys. Is that is that a big thing over there? Like, like was, culture wise, that was huge. Like, and that was one of the big things. Like, obviously, getting on the piss is big, and that's a big thing. But like, we would just go down. We'd go down to the city, mm. not even get on the drink, just hang out, just hang out. Yeah, get feeds, get mm. coffee. Like, that's to me. That's what team bonding is all about. Mm. And it's like if you just can hang out at breakfast and use a use a really close at breakfast time, well, then obviously he's going to be good in the night time as well. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> And, and you, you got to travel around a little bit when you were Mate, there? that was the, yeah. The, the whole experience and being able to travel to places, that was the thing for Charlie as well. She's like, I'm a young mum. I can't just go do a Europe trip. You know what I mean? All these young people going over to Europe and they've been, she's like, this is my opportunity to mm. do a Europe trip in my own little way. So mm. that's what we did. We got to travel around, you know, went to Spain, went to Paris, went to the UK, so got sick. to, yeah, got to get around a little bit, you know, took Bambi around the world. Mm. Like that was amazing. Like to think that, I mean, she's not going to even remember it. Yeah. But to think when she's older and I'm going to sit there and say to her, like, you lived in France. Yeah. And she she un- she understands French. You, you were yeah. saying that this morning. And because Bambi's what, two now? Yeah. So she'd go to, um, they call it Crèche over there. Yeah. So it's like daycare. So she went to Crèche over there and um, she, we had like a parent day, right? So we would come in and like, me and Charlie, English, everyone speaks French. We're yeah. kind of on the outer. It's yeah. like if you went somewhere here and someone didn't speak any English, yeah. you'd kind of, and they'll just speak. So we were just kind of on the outer and we were just kind of watching and we watched her for like an hour interact with everyone. And man, it was unbelievable. She fully understood French. She understood everything they were saying. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, man, I need to learn more French for her. Kids are, kids are so <laughs> And they smart. just take it in, yeah. The ability to learn is incredible. Don't get me wrong. It was quite frustrating though when she was – because she's learning how to speak a language at all. So mm. she's learning how to speak English, mm. you know. So now she's learning English and French. So at home she's speaking English. We're speaking English to her. And then when she was at Craig, she was speaking French. Yeah. So she did get frustrated. I could sense there was a lot of frustration coming at home when we're trying to explain things to her because she was confused, which is yeah. fair enough. 
but man, it was amazing to see. Like, I was, I was proud of her. I was like, this little girl, like, yeah. she's like, she's coming on two and she fully understands French. She was saying French words. Like, it was, it was so good. Mate, tell me about what do you think would probably be the biggest, like, challenging time moving overseas? Like, obviously, it's like, yeah, you had an amazing season. You played in the grand final. Yeah. Was there a standout moment that was challenging? It was for very, you over there? yeah, 100%. It was not easy. Like, to say it was the best year of my life does not mean that it was easy. Yeah, okay. Like, me and mine and Charlie's relationship probably took a hit because we didn't have help with, like, Bambi and stuff. So, we didn't get those date nights that we would always go do. So, that was really hard. And I guess leading. We're getting married at the end of the year and it was like we weren't going on those dates and doing those things like it was that was probably the challenge and like charlie was getting a little bit homesick as well you know she's got a really good relationship with her family her family weren't just down the road Mm. like they were in sydney um very lucky her family did come over and visit a couple of times which was good um but the hardest part was probably um i guess just being parents in a foreign country not having that help, not having that support that we once did have, but mm. that that was definitely very hard. I couldn't imagine doing it in your home country. Like imagine, yeah. like like I look at mates who have kids and they're like, they might be living in a different city. They don't yeah. have the grandparents to lean on. They don't have anyone else to lean on. It's just you guys and you full time. Like, I, and then throw in another country, throw in a language barrier, throw in playing professional footy. Yeah. Like we couldn't even like, we need to book an appointment for Bambi and we're like, we can't even like just call up a doctor and be like, Hey, mm. can we get in today? Like they don't speak English. Like the it, little things. Yeah. It was, it was, it's the littlest things. Like it was so hard. everything was so much harder you think about anything you do on a day-to-day basis here yeah it was so hard to do really there. yeah 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 what was um what was your favorite part over there do you think um i think my favorite part was just being in a being in a city that was like toulouse and the fans that were there mm. and like they just loved you you know going out and playing for these people that you know, invest their lives, I guess, into you. And then, man, like after the game, just going over and seeing my family, yeah. you know, uh, when we finished playing and just being like, you know, how good's this? Like we're in, we're in France, you know, I'm living out my dream here. Like that was every time after a game, I'd go over to see Charlie and Bambi. It was like a pinch me moment really? every single time. Like take Bambi on the field and that. So cute. Yeah, that was definitely the best part. I mean, other than that was probably traveling as well. Yeah. I look at... Um like Carl Lawton and, yeah. uh, and a lot of cl- mates that we're really close with. Yeah. And he always said that that moment of like being on the field, going over to see his little bar yeah. and, and his, and his partner and then getting the photo like of you guys on the field. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's sort of like a bucket list moment. Yeah. It's like, so it special. takes it into perspective. Like, like sometimes like, why, why am I doing this? And mm. then you kind of go and see your family afterwards and it's like, well, that's why, Yeah, you know, you see the smile on their faces, you know, they're obviously proud of you and that. Yeah. So that's definitely the best part. Um, you touched on dad life. You yeah. touched on living over there. How has Bambi changed the way you are? Like, what do you think? What do you think's changed since being a dad? Man, I don't know. I always like obviously having a girl. Yes. People ask me a lot about having a girl. I always wanted a girl. I didn't want a boy. Really? <laughs> Is there anything like you? They'll be running a muck, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I always wanted a little girl. And like, I guess how's it, how's parenthood changed me? Like you just can't be selfish anymore yeah like i was i i think i was a selfish person before and and you can't be it's mm. not about you like every single thing that you think of you've got to think about your child mm. um and i guess having a little girl it's 
hasn't really changed her being her being specifically a girl. I guess I won't know that till she's a bit older until yeah. until the girl things sort of happen. But yeah. mate, she's like a little boy. She just runs. She runs right. Yeah, she runs even, right. Even mate. at your wedding, she was picking up all the stones yeah. as you were getting as you yeah. were getting married. And we're like, come on, baby, come over here. Yeah, she's just a she's a she's a fiery little redhead, mate. Yeah. She's just she's the best. She's like it's like having a little boy, honestly. Mm. I feel like she's gonna get into sport and do all that stuff anyway. So, but it's so cool, like mate, like. To be honest, seeing you like with her, like because yeah. obviously haven't like didn't get to see you for a whole year, yeah. and watching Bambi grow up, and like because we like our I love our relationship so much because we don't have to go, we can go months yeah. or a year without seeing each other, and then we'll see each other. And it's like nothing's changed. It's a very low maintenance friendship, and, and but it's, it's always been like that, and I think that's important because. A lot of friendships are like you need some, – some, there's some people where you need to speak to them every day. That's what they need. I have got friends that are like that. Yeah. But I think it's also important to have those low-maintenance friendships as well mm. where you just know like you don't have to go – you can go a long time without speaking but, you know, you're watching them from a distance. You're mm. seeing their journey. Yeah. You know, that's important as well. And that's why I guess like I'm so proud of you for everything that you're doing, like not only on the footy field yeah. but also off the field with Charlie yeah. and Bambi and like you're such a good dad yeah. and you can tell Thanks, that. Mate. Well, you can like you, t- <laughs> you can really tell. Nice. Well, well, mate, I'm not pissing your pocket. Yeah. It's, it's the truth. Like yeah. I see the way you react to it and you're obviously like your the values that you've got been yeah. passed down from from your family and and you can and you can see that with um big stevie boy and, yeah and, and, and in, his, in the speech that he said at your wedding like yeah it's just you've got so much love for your family yeah. and you've spoken about it before how your like support network and your friends like it's a small group yeah. and you don't need a big friend group but mate in incredibly impressed yeah I don't, I don't have a question for that it was more just to just to say like yeah fuck, i love you mate yeah and, and you do it and i'm so proud of of where you're at in, yeah. in, in Toulouse because it is very cool. Yeah, oh, thanks, man. No, I, I, I've got high values and it's important to keep them no matter where, you, where you're at in life. You know, things can, I guess, get, get pretty hard, especially in parent life. And I'll be honest, it's being a parent is the hardest stage of life. You know what I mean? It is hard. But as long as I guess you keep your values and, and you know, have a goal and always have that goal of what you want to do and it's important for me now to everything I want to do, we do as a family. Mm. You know, it's easier. Everything's easier in a group. Yeah. <laughs> and this is my little group, you know, like. What um what values do you want to pass down to Bambi? Do you think um, about, do you think about that often? Yeah, I do. I honestly, I want I really want Bambi to be really hardworking. Okay, that's very important for me. No matter what she decides to do in life, always be I guess the hardest person, you know, hardest working person in the room. Um, the other thing as well is probably um, like kindness. Yeah. Like you don't think about that quite often. This is a big thing with Charlie that she wants to pass down as well. It's just to be kind. Mm. You know, we live in a pretty full-on world these days and I guess people forget how easy it is to be kind. It's not hard, brother. It's not. It's really not. Yeah, and if I, if I can, you know, if I can raise a hard, hard-working, kind little girl, I think that I'll be happy. And, and I think that's what she's, that's what she'll be. And that, well, that's probably like the biggest compliment that you could give your parents, right? Yeah. Is being hardworking and kind. Yeah. Like when I think of like two traits between Charlie and yourself, yeah. first thing that comes to mind is hardworking and yeah. kind. Like Charlie is like obviously the most organized person, but yeah. she's a, she's a mum, she's a business She's owner. a hustler, man. She's a little hustler. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, very like, and I'm so proud. I'm so proud to be like, that's my wife. Like, yes. you know, a lot of, um, I guess a lot of females can kind of take the back foot step and kind of go, you know, mm. the guys are kind of doing everything, mm. but she's not, she's never been like that. She's mm. always like, I've wanted my own things in life. Mm. And 
to me, that's, I guess that's a, that a, that's what attracted me. Yeah. And that's what's important. And, yeah. and a lot of guys would be the same. Like you see, you know, you see your partner doing things in life and that's what's, I guess, yeah. that's what turns me on. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Charlie. We love yeah. you. <laughs> but the, the two, the two in it together, like you got the hard work in there, you got the kindness yeah. as well. Like, um, a really good friend of mine, Ali Day, um, yeah. he's one of the, he's, probably the best surf lifesaver in Australia, if, yeah. not, if not the world. Um, he's got Active Gym in Burley. Actually, Active Gym franchise. Yeah. He's a gun. And we we did a podcast, like one of the first podcasts, um, early dates. I think he was like number two. Yeah. And he has this really great thing where whenever he thinks of something kind about someone yeah. or when he thinks about something that's good, he'll just tell them. Yes, that's good. Because, it, because like, mate, it's so wild. Like when like you receive a compliment from someone because sometimes it's pretty rare. And for someone to go out of their way and be like, like you're actually looking so happy today. You know what? I think all the time, like I think I'll be with someone and I'll think something really good, but I won't say it. You and don't I'm reckon? Like, but I don't know why. Why do I not? I don't know. I should just say it. You should. You know what? I'm going to start saying it. Mate, we're making a pact now. Yeah. Let's honestly, when I think of something kind to say or something nice, I'm just going to say it. Bro, I like that. I love that. <laughs> but you, I don't know. You fucking say it to me all the time. Yeah. You're know? say, say, like, geez, mate, you're looking good or you're happy or you're thriving. You know yeah, but I mean? even people that you're not that close with, let's just say you're in a group setting or something, you don't mm. really know someone. If you think that, you know, their hair looks nice, just go say it. Oh, don't be shy. Bro, I love where your head's at. <laughs> Seriously, because that, that could make their day. And they, and they won't. Forget about it. Yeah, of we, course. They won't forget that. If I've just met someone and I've said something nice to them, they'll be like, I remember when I met him, he said that about me. Like, 100%. Well, people, like, you won't forget what people said, but, like, you'll, like, what is it? What's the saying? Um, you, people won't forget. Oh, I don't even I'm gonna fuck it up. But like, but the way, but like the way, <laughs> yeah. you, the way you make people feel is yeah. how they remember you. Of essentially, I forgot that I forgot the quote. But um, I did a event with November last night. Yeah. Um, at Bolter Brewing, and I met this guy called Josiah, and. He, I met him at a run club like last week, like maybe yeah. 10 days ago. Yeah. And my first meeting, I was walking past him uh, along the beach and he's like, hey, and he's from like Canada. He's like, hey man, sick moustache, bro. And I was like, oh, thanks man, you too. He's just like, man, I love that hat. Do you like the Yankees? Like, yeah. and, and I was just like, oh, mate, what a sick encounter. And then we followed each other on Instagram. And then um, we caught up, we did the run the, the yeah. following week and we ran uh, with each other for a little bit. And he's just like one of those high energy individuals, like yeah. got so much love and so much like- I just like, want to say you're of, very good at like, you're a very good networker. Like you're very good meeting people and like making them feel important, making them feel good. Mm. Like it's a really good trait to have. Like I, and you're very, you know how to socialize with anyone, don't you? Thank like, you there's mate. not really many people that I like, would not know how to speak to you. Like it's an easy conversation. I watch you with other people. I, mean, I know you really well. Like mm. we could talk underwater, but mm. to see you be able to speak to other people, I'm just like, man, that's unbelievable. Like I confidence. Yeah, I appreciate good. that, man. But I don't think I don't think I was always like that at all. I think yeah, I was, no, I don't know. Like, may, like maybe, maybe I think growing up for me, I always thought I was. I don't know. I guess like we all go through those like little insecure stages. Yeah. Like do girls like me? Do they not yeah. like me? Do they like, <laughs> or like, am I going to be good enough? Like, mate, I struggle probably. That's probably something that I struggle with the most is yeah. like that feeling of like not being good enough. Yeah. And I don't know if that's from like being medically retired from footy. Yeah. I don't know if that's from past relationships. Like I'm not sure. Yeah. That's something that I fully struggle with, but I know like I see my parents, like, you know, Bill and Les, yeah. like, mum's super so kind like got so much love dad yeah. can talk to him like they both can talk to anyone yeah i guess it does come from your parents doesn't it they're so such good people like, they're the best yeah they're the best they're and like that. yeah they're like they're so good and so i see them conversing 
and I guess obviously you're, you're more like your parents and, and you take you want to take the best qualities from them but yeah. I don't know like I think that's probably a learnt thing where I see people out there I just fucking want to make them happy you know yeah. what I mean and like and and I to be honest it's selfish like yeah. I get so much energy from like meeting someone pumping it up like yeah. even even this morning um, at uh, Legacy yeah. Jerry was just like man I love having you boys yeah, in here he said that when he left, yeah. yeah he's just it's like, like your energy here was just unbelievable energy like. and yeah. like you, the ability to like pump people up because people will never forget that yeah, you know what course. I mean yeah, no, that was good. We had a really good morning, didn't we? That's cracking morning. Anyway, back to that Movember thing. This yeah. guy Josiah, like, just met him, um, and talking about like kindness and yeah. being kind. Yeah. Um, the morning before, like, so yesterday morning before the Movember event, he sent me like, and I don't know him very well. Like, I've met him twice in yeah. the last ten days, and he sent me the most beautiful video message of himself, oh, right. just saying like, "Hey, mate." Um, I just wanted to let you know, like, I appreciate you. Like, I love what you're doing. He's like, you've made my last nine days, like, so memorable and more than what you think. He's like, thanks. And keep it up. Like, I love where your head's at. Good luck. Good luck for tonight. Good luck for the Q&A that you're doing with Movember tonight. And I was like, it just just shook me. I was like, that's such a random act of kindness. But, mate, set up my whole day. And, and, and like, that, and, like, vice versa. Like, I've got... Now, I'll never f- that guy just made me feel so good. I'm never going to forget that yeah. how he made me feel. Yeah. And I love that kind That's of stuff. That's so cool. Yeah. It's like when the um like when uh, it's like the mental health like it's like a journal you do like the 21 day um, the resilience project. Resilience project. Yes. Yeah. So I did that a couple of times. And really? one of the things was message someone you haven't spoken to in a long time and tell them something nice about them. And I, I always that. thought that was the best thing ever because yeah. I would message someone and like you said, it's almost selfish because of how happy it made you feel. Mm. And it's I, that was so good. And like I think about that all the time. Sometimes I do just message random people. Do you really? <laughs> I'm just like, I know I haven't spoken to you in like a year, but like I hope you're doing well. Like, that's so good. Hugh Van yeah. Kallenberg, that's, um, he's a resident. Did you sit through any of yeah, his I chats? Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, coming through the system. You mm. did did a few of them. Mate, his story and um, obviously it all came about because of his sister. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it was all about that and it was like, man, it was unbelievable. Every time I sat, I heard it. And I, every time I sat down, it was the same thing, but I loved it every time. Yeah. And I took something different out of it every single time. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just made me think of that. Like, Did you do the gratefuls? Because um, Hugh's stuff is mindfulness, empathy, and gratefuls. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the times with the gratefuls, it's like you write three things that you're grateful for yeah. every day. Yeah. Mate, I'll still do it. I'll put, yeah. it, up, I'll put it up on my Instagram. I, know. I see yours every day. And, yeah. and what he talks about is that when you do this for 21, day, 21 days, it actually changes habit. your mindset. Yeah. It's a habit. And yeah. then you'll actually start looking for the good things in life yeah. rather than looking for the bad things in yeah. life, which is actually... It's a game changer. It is. No, 100%. I need to start doing that. It's bad. I, I see your gratefuls and every time I think, man, that's... And then I, to be honest, every time I see your gratefuls on your story, I actually stop and reflect and I go, just just think of something. And it, it does change. It makes me think about it, which is good. That's so why I do it. a difference, yeah. Bro, that's why I do it. Like, don't yeah. you know, and I And I was doing it for years at yeah. the Titans. Um, yeah. But then what re... And because obviously we go through pits and falls. Like, sometimes you'll do it. Sometimes you'll forget about it. But Cooper Chapman, he's a... He was in it ex-professional surfer he's got a really great podcast um and he does workshops for school called the good human factory yeah and he does it every day yeah. like every day he'll put up a what am, what am i grateful for yeah but exactly what you said like it sparks you to think about what you're grateful for yeah and so that's why i do it yeah. like that's the only reason i do oh, it. it's working <laughs> <laughs> what are we grateful well, i'm grateful for, for this yeah I'm, gra- I'm grateful for the session this morning yeah. i'm grateful for the wedding yeah what are you grateful Mate, for? Bro? i'm grateful to be back at home on the gold coast yes. i'm extremely grateful for that I'm grateful to be seeing all the people that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, I'm grateful for the wedding as well. Yeah. Like so lucky to, 
I get, especially in the world that we live in, to be able to actually have a wedding, mm. I guess, and, you know, celebrate with the people that we love. You know, it wasn't the biggest wedding. We had a we, quite small wedding. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm so grateful, man. I'm grateful for life at the moment. Hey, you're thriving the, so much. Yeah. What's it, what's it going to look like? Are you you going to head back overseas? Or do you know what's plans? Um, not sure. Not yeah. sure. Yeah, so just kind of working through that at the moment. Could end up back overseas. Yeah, yeah, could yeah. stay. Honestly, being back in Australia is making me want to stay. It's so tough, <laughs> hey. It's so tough. Honestly, look, I've been to like a fair few places in the world mm. and I can appreciate a lot of a lot of things in the world, but I'll say hands down, Australia is the best country in the world. We're very Nothing lucky. Nothing will ever be here. We're very lucky. Yeah. But it's good that you can actually go away, see another part of the world, yeah. and now be like, actually, yeah, this is this is where I want to be based. Yeah. Yeah. Long term. Yeah, hundred percent. Always, I'll, Australia will always be my base. Mm. Um, but I just feel like this is. There's some opportunities still overseas and, mm. you know, to make the most of those experiences now because I'm not going to have that forever. Yeah, yeah. So why not? Mate, we touched on we touched on a fair few topics today. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you'd like to say? Is there anything that you think might be great for younger crew coming through or is there anything that you want to touch on before, before we wrap it up? I don't know. I think the biggest thing for me is just take every opportunity possible because I nearly didn't go to France and... I can't imagine what life would have been like if I didn't go do that. It was the best experience of my life. And to think that I wasn't going to do it, it just blows my mind. Mm. Like every single opportunity, all the all the young guys coming through that are playing any sport, take every opportunity, go meet that person, go mm. do that thing. You know, you might be out of your comfort zone, but it's just going to make you a better person. You're going to grow from it. Just take every opportunity possible. And the opportunities that come from it. Like yeah. you, could, you could have one catch up yeah. and that's a full sliding door yeah. moment. Like 100%. I think about that all the time. Like yeah. those sliding door moments where it's just like, if I didn't have that coffee, if I didn't meet that yeah. person, then I wouldn't have met my partner. I wouldn't have been in the job with me and I wouldn't have done this. Yeah. Like it's wild to think about. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Just take that opportunity. Um, 100%. Well, brother, mate, thanks so much for jumping on. Mate, thanks for having me. Mate, I had like, Obviously, like incredible morning. Yeah, I love the fact that I can sit down with one of my best mates. Yeah. Um, beautiful wedding, um, mate. I'm so I'm so fucking proud of you, bro. Yeah, like I, I, I love I love the fact that yeah we don't have to speak to each other all the time yeah. to know that we're best mates. We said yeah. that at the Bucks party. Um, like <laughs> we, <laughs> said, we said that too. I'm not drinking, so I'm, I'm having like. I was, <laughs> I'm not drinking You're at the moment. You're dead sober I'm, and I'm absolutely blind telling <laughs> you how much I love you. Uh, and, and, but I, that's the sort of man. People are like, oh, do you get like annoyed when like you go out sober and yeah. um, the boys are pissed? It's like, no, I love it because I don't forget any of the conversations. So, yeah. mate, no, thanks so much for jumping on. I've, mate, I've, I obviously got so much love for you and Charlie yeah. and, and Bambi and I'm looking forward to the next couple of years and what that looks like for footy, whether that's overseas or whether that's back here. Hopefully yeah. we can spend a bit more time together and I love you, mate. I appreciate yeah, you. love you too, mate. Thanks for having me. It's good to see what you're doing man you're doing good things so keep it up i love it appreciate you bro thank you thank you yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> you're the best how was that thank you my man you're a good one thank you.